Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Our next sponsor is American Survival Co. You can reach them at americansurvivalco.com. Wilderness Survival and Tactical Training. They have two locations in Jacksonville, Florida and Northwest Arkansas. War Eagle, Arkansas to be exact. Your instructors are from the hit Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain, Matt Tate and Joel Graves. So whether it's a few hour workshop or a weekend course, it's perfect for individuals or team building exercises. For more details, head on over to americansurvivalco.com and also check out their podcast, Survival Logic. Once again, americansurvivalco.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Layton, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Super good. Um, you know, I've, this week uh, I flew. I was out of town and I flew in. I, I flew in at the same time, but they changed – the high school football game because of the weather. Uh, it was supposed to be tornadic activity. You know, Twister was supposed oh, to yeah. be in town like the movie. And it seems like every time they adjust school or tornadoes, every time they adjust a schedule uh, for that kind of event, the event never happens. Yes. So it rained for about 30 minutes. Yeah. That was it. But so I told them, yeah, I, can, I, I can't get there by game time, but I'll be there. So I had a friend fill in, my friend Aaron, Principal Aaron. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I, every, I think everything's smooth. He said, hey, you're going to be here. When I was on the plane, I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, I'm just playing. I got it handled. So then I fly in and I get here. And I get here at like 745. Game started at 7. It was senior night. There were some announcements and some other stuff. Um, I don't know. This is just what I was told, but... The microphone wasn't working. It was squealing. It was hurting people's ears. And they're like, what is he doing up there? Which is sad because he's like, he's a real smart guy. <laughs> like, he's not dumb or anything. And he knows how the system works. I mean, he he was 
Before he became the principal, he was a high school football coach, but he was also the coach who was in charge of all the cameras and all that. Oh, so, yeah. So he knows, like, it's not like he's done with this stuff. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I'm i hearing things aren't going smooth, so I walk in and he tells me that with, you know, the squealing. And the, the microphone's not working. So, for the entire first quarter, they got through the senior night, but when, oh, let me start. So, when they sang the national anthem, he still had his phone... Uh, hooked up to this jack so when she's singing the national anthem there's a rap song in the background <laughs> like they're playing a rap song in the background while she's singing and somebody was like your, your, your phone your radio's on well, I, they probably didn't know the phone but like the music's playing yeah it's like what like the music's playing so he like scrambles and shut it off and, you know the microphone wasn't really working so when i got there they had played an entire quarter um i walked in when the second quarter was starting, like it said 12 minutes right when I walked in. But by the time I got the thing running, I, so I walk into the press box and he's got his back leaned up against uh, the wall and he looks at me and he's like, it's not working. <laughs> like, so he's not, they're not even trying. They've already tried. They're yeah. all, so it's all weird. The clock guys are, are running it. Uh, Aaron is frustrated and is mad at it. He gave all the effort he could. So as I'm walking up the bleachers, I don't know how bad it is. I just don't hear anything. I know the sound's not working because Blake told me. He texted mm-hmm. me. He's like, I don't hear anything. So um, <laughs> so I'm walking up. It's like, it's about time you're here. It's about time. Like people as I'm walking up the bleachers. And I don't like think I'm the <clears throat> the uh, savior of high school football here. But, I mean, maybe. You yeah. Know? So, uh, but I walk in. I mess with stuff. I can't figure it out at first. And I fumbled around a little more. I got it working. So, the sound started playing. It was five minutes left until halftime when the first announcement was made for the game. Uh, and I hit this little cardinal chirp thing, you know, just for the podcast. Watch this. Nope, that's not it. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> well whatever doesn't matter apparently i can't get to it from here while recording yeah. anyway it was this cardinals chirp so when i hit it like four or five people started clapping and uh that so they knew like oh it, it, it works uh so the thing worked from, from here on out so what makes me laugh about that story is that aaron who's completely not a dumb guy it makes it look like i was some kind of sound genius when i showed yeah. up I replaced one chord, which you brought. Like yeah. I, I, I was like, Layton, I need this. You know, I tried to explain it just yeah. over the phone, and I was like, "This is what I need. Like, you gotta have it." And right when you ran it up there, it worked. Yeah, it was really weird. Well, from, my wife was in the garage painting, and so from where our house is compared to the stadium, we can hear everything. So when you announce on Saturday mornings or Friday night, and we're not there, we can hear. She was like, "I, I came down with the chord," and she was like. Yeah, you need to get there pretty fast because it's it's all jacked up. <laughs> no, that was the first time uh, when I met you at the circle with the original yeah, stuff. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's all jacked up. It keeps going in and out. They're squealing. The mic, you know, you can hear them. It's cutting out. Anyways, so I get to the game, and I'm like, this is so weird because I thought, even though she told me that, I thought that there would still be some sound. I go, and I'm like, it didn't even seem like the football game was going on, you know, because you're so it used weird. to it. Yeah, it was it so weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that when I walked in, it sounded weird. But so that's a, that's the thing. Layton, people don't know. The the Verdigris community is looking at me. I mean, they're not really. They're not, yeah. they're not, they're not laying in their bed right now thinking about that. <laughs> Thank God <laughs> on Friday, Lloyd but, showed up. <laughs> yeah. But there are people like, oh, Lloyd got it dialed in. They don't even know that you're the you're the unspoken hero in this yeah. whole thing. I pull, it was like a movie. I pull up, park 
where there's a sign that says no parking. Tell the lady I'm running this to the sound guy, Lloyd Phillips. And they're like, <laughs> she's like, you go. And literally she's like, you go. And so I'm running, run up the bleachers, give him the cord. He plugs it in, does the chirp. Problem solved. Yeah. That's a, it's a real big deal. Yeah. Um, so, so I took my, that was Thursday. I took my stuff because it was my stuff. I mean, well, it's a cord. It was yeah. not like I, I did have to go reconfigure some microphones because I, whatever they did, it wasn't whatever. I mean, at least did that, but I took my stuff because it was my stuff. And you know, the rest of the world who listens to this podcast all the time knows that, uh, I do the little kids also. So I, I went into a text. I said, Hey, do you want me to do this game? Because I was going to be out of town because of the storms, the little kids' games got moved. They're playoff games. And and because I was out of town, they already hired some high school kids to do it. Of course, they wanted to do it. You know, they pay them and all that. Yeah. And so Friday, just to make sure, so it wasn't on me, I'm like, uh, I'm just making sure, like, I'm not supposed to be there. And they're like, no, you're good. And I said, okay. Ten minutes later, they called me. The games started at, I think, noon or one. Let's just go noon. I don't remember what time. But it's supposed to start at noon. And so I got a call at um, 11.45, and they're like, hey, um, we can't make the sound work. Crap. <laughs> so, well, because I took my stuff. So I had to go, like, take the same <laughs> stuff back. Well, I didn't actually – you don't know this because, this, you know, whatever. The stuff is over here. It's yeah, here. Yeah. Well, I just found another cord similar to what I had, and that's what I and it took. And, yeah, and so I – so I fixed the sound for the little kids game too. I mean, it's it's really like the games aren't happening. I'm the source of entertainment yeah. locally. Yeah, it's not happening without Lloyd. Yeah, you're welcome, Vertigris. You're welcome. Um, why did I tell you all that? I don't remember. I don't remember at all. I did uh, soccer today. No, that was the other day. Soccer, it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm almost done with it. It's almost fall. Like it's, I'm getting to the point where I feel like I don't have anything to do. You're the Probably one of the busiest people I know. Well, I mean, I'll probably still be doing stuff, yeah. but like, but not like, <laughs> I just feel like it's, you know, there's no mowing or anything like Winding that. Winding down. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, I don't even know how to transition to this. It's just something I thought about. So I used to live in Corpus because my wife's from there. And um, I'm not, just keep in mind as I tell the story, I'm not making fun of every dance studio in the country. Uh, I got a I got a friend who just his daughter won uh, Miss Outstanding Teen Owasso or whatever it was, and uh, you know she's one of the four or five girls in the pictures that has a crown, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Um, so I'm not oh, and she's a dancer. That's where I'm going with that. Uh, and my oldest daughter's best friend, she does dance. So I'm not making fun of dancers or dance or I'm not. That's not the purpose. But I am, but not really. Like not them. Uh, when we lived in Corpus, our youngest daughter, what you do when you have, well, my, I don't know. Did you ever put your, your daughter in dance ever? No. All right. Well, so we put her in dance cause she was two and we're like, Oh, it's cute. You yeah. know, like that kind of stuff. So she was, <laughs> so she was in dance and she, you know, they just do this one legged tap to the side or the front. You can't see it on the camera, but it's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> It's not lots of movements. Yeah. And then they may do their arms over their head like a rainbow. Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff. And then we all clap or you say, oh, look how cute. Or, you know, I don't say those words, but, you know, you hear people say it. 
So she worked real hard for, it could have been three months, six, whatever it was, and they had this dance recital. I don't remember if it was yearly. I don't remember if it was twice a year. All I remember is going to one. It's what I remember. And the dance studio, and I'm going to say her name because I don't live in corporate anymore. I'm fine with it. Uh, it was Miss Tiffany's dance studio. Not Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. Teff with an E. Nobody you know in the world is <laughs> named Tiffany. And uh, anyway, Tiffany was real intense dancer. She had real intense eyes. Like she was real. <laughs> she was intense. I mean, she was a nice lady, right? But yeah. she was intense at the same time. Uh, not like the, you know, that lady on the TV show, uh, Dance Moms. Oh, yeah. She wasn't crazy like that. That yeah. lady's an idiot. Like that, that lady probably is really in like a home or will yeah. be eventually. But Miss Tiffany was nice. She was just real intense. I think that lady went to jail. Did she? I think so. Her and Martha Stewart probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm just getting, I'll just skip forward because it's not even an interesting story. It's just, <laughs> so we get there. She does the dance moves. There's like 49 other dance things that you got to set through all of it. And then there's a special and it's every time. I think I went to two. There, every time there's a special, you know what the special is? What is it? 45 year old. Tiffany does a dance solo. (laughs) (laughs) She's 50 something now, probably 50. She could be 45. I don't know, man. I'm just saying there was a bunch of little kids and maybe high school age. And then you skip 40 years and not really 20, 30. And, uh, and miss Tiffany always does a solo. What a treat. Uh, (laughs) And there's (laughs) look, bro. I'm not that athletic anymore. I'll get to why that in in a second, but miss now it it wasn't good. Like, I didn't feel like it was good. Yeah. Real nice lady, though. And the studio, I guess, is really cool, especially for little kids. But, And I was about to say, you know, just now, I was about to real quick pop off and be like, I could do without the, the solo. Now I think if I ever attend another one, I, I hope to see you a, expect the solo? a Miss Tiffany <laughs> dance solo. Yeah, I hope I get to see it. <laughs> I may just fly in just to watch one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I won't tell anybody why I'm there, but I'll, I'll fly in to watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So at the soccer fields the other day, I'm going to make this TikTok. You guys will end up seeing it. Um, but I was, I got a friend. I got a six-year-old friend. Oh, yeah. Named Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to uh, tell a story about Hudson when I was at Wichita, the soccer tournament. Like, there were, there were a few of them, but very intense kid. He's very intense. and um, But he says I'm his best friend. That's awesome. It, I mean, I'm sure on Mondays at school I'm not his best friend, yeah. but he says it out there. So he always wants to play catch, and we were playing catch. Do you know what jackpot is? No. I don't think so. All right, so for anybody that doesn't know, I'll try to explain it to anybody who has no idea. I used to call it 500. So you take a football, you'd have one guy, maybe three, four, maybe five people down there, and you'd throw the football in the air, and whoever caught it, it was this amount of points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you caught it in the air, it was this amount of points. If you just caught it on the ground, it was this amount of points. You know, that was like the thing, and you went to 500. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you won, I guess you were the quarterback. I yeah, guess. you were the throw at that point, yeah. <laughs> but Which is funny. You want to win, but then you're not doing the game anymore, yeah. so whatever. But that's it. They they were calling it jackpot, but the way they were doing it is the, the quarterback guy would throw it to three people. They were kids. And and then whoever caught it then was the quarterback, and I had to rotate. Well, Interesting. Well, I was playing with it, but these kids were like six and seven years old. But because my best friend wanted me to play with him, I was playing with these little kids. 
Well, then I noticed some adults were recording me. <laughs> so I noticed they were recording me, and so you know I wasn't going to get punked by these kids. Now that I know I'm getting recorded, oh yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. can't lose these kids. The podcast is on the line at that point. Yeah, and uh, so you know there were a couple throws there. Uh, I didn't feel like they were going my way. I felt like those kids. Uh, I felt like they threw them to their friends. Oh yeah, like. uh, but uh, just because I knew the cameras were rolling, I. Well, the first time before the cameras were rolling, this is probably why the cameras were rolling. Because <laughs> the first time I went back to receive, I pushed both kids down <laughs> and, and caught the ball. <laughs> then people started recording. <laughs> so uh, so then I, you know, it was a quarterback. I threw it. I rotated back in to go receive. So when I caught the ball, I turned around. Now, if you've heard of all my ailments, I can't throw the way I used to. But in that split second, I forgot that my shoulder hurts. Okay. No, I didn't like throw it out or anything. It already hurts. But I caught the ball and then I turned around and I threw the ball about 50 yards <laughs> in the other direction and put my hands up with number one fingers. <laughs> and then I didn't play anymore. <laughs> I won. I won that deal right there. I got a little, a little wonk. Oh, wonk heck yeah. There. So, yeah. Yeah, I beat those kids. They're not that good. I would hope so. You want to talk about your basketball coaching? Yeah, I am the assistant basketball coach. For our girls. Yeah, that's good. Um, here's what I noticed today. Uh, you were wearing tube socks and real short shorts with hairy thighs. That's what I noticed today. That's what you, That's the style now. <laughs> so, some people would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. you were looking at my legs, obviously. So, um, I. You were really putting them out there. And I had some Air Maxes on. Yeah, you were like, uh, there's, <laughs> you were like this guy last night. At the football game, the little kids game. Oh, I forgot, you know, not to make it like a Verters. Nobody wants to hear that, really, unless you're from Verters. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's this local dentist guy uh, who, who I got to know in my time here in Verdigree, America. And uh, it was cold outside and windy. And so mm-hmm. people were kind of bundled up. And he's just rolling the biggest thigh-high shorts he could heck find in yeah. his closet. Yeah, heck yeah. You saw me on, what, Friday night? And he still looks like he tans. And so, <laughs> so, so I was <laughs> – and he got – he did something really weird. He didn't know that's what he did, but he got up in the middle of the game. He walked to one end of the bleachers. I guess he decided whatever he needed wasn't down there. So he turns and jogs to the middle section of the bleachers to run down. But he looks like he's uh, David Hasselhoff <laughs> uh, in Baywatch with his hairy thighs running that are golden brown. And, <laughs> and I start yelling at him from up in the stands. I'm like... Look, God, whatever I said. You look at him trying to show off with his uh, tan. I don't know what I said, but uh, it's too cold for that. Like, put pants on. But now it's a tradition. They all won. So, I, I think just uh, out of superstition, he's got to. Oh, yeah, you got to bring those back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is that Keith Hasselhoff? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't call him that the other day, but I will from well, now on. Yeah, that's his name now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty good day. Well, I started talking about basketball, and you made fun of my hairy, hairy thighs. Oh, yeah, my bad. I got a little carried away. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to double-check my wardrobe before I walk out again to coach. Yeah, it looked good. You ever go deer hunting? Never, and I probably never will. What? Oh, I'm going to sound like a wimp. Well, I mean, it depends on if uh, Walking Dead becomes a real world. That's true. Uh, I mean, if I had to, I would, but I just don't see... I. I don't want to go sit in the tree when it's freezing to potentially see a deer or not see a deer for seven hours and then 
come home. Like I don't that does just not tell them. I'd rather go golf. That's exactly what, so so I look there's a lot of hunters. There's actually probably a lot of hunters that listen to this show. Um I don't I don't I don't go hunting. <laughs> I d I don't. But there's no but. I'll get to the but in a second. I'll go hunting for all the reasons that you just said. Oh, okay. So because when when I was a kid, Dad would want to go, and and the only time he would want to go would be four in the morning. <laughs> so I'd wake up, and I already I'm 43 years years old, and I don't recall a time ever in my life where I wanted to wake up early, which is a crazy thought. I've said it on here before. I feel good when I wake up early, but I just don't like. I just I my body rather stay up later than get up yeah. early. I mean, it's just. But you get up at four, and then it would be cold when we would go. And, uh, you know, I just wore more clothes. Back then, I didn't know of layers and all the all the warmth tricks. I just put on more clothes. So I literally would, would be like the kid in the Christmas story where he can't move <laughs> his arms. And I would go out in the woods, and I, I literally couldn't move at all. <laughs> and then, like, my feet were still freezing because I just had whatever shoes I had, yeah. you know. They weren't boots or anything warm or whatever. And so I would have nine layers on, and I'd just be sitting in a tree. And my feet were freezing. I couldn't feel my hands. And it was just uh, – and then we would sit there. And more times often than not, when I was a kid, we would sit there from 5 a.m. to noon. Ugh. You get home. I didn't take a nap. I guarantee I didn't take a nap. I'm sure my dad did. And then we would go back out at like, I don't know, two or three and be out there all day long. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, man, I, I mean, <laughs> I haven't already lived at that point. I hadn't lived life. I didn't have a regular nine to five job. It's probably relaxing when you get older. I very well may, may find it relaxing now if I were to do that. But as a kid, I got to go to school and all the other, other times I don't want to go because when it was deer season, we would go at nighttime after school and then we go on the weekends and then we'd go. It was, it filled every gap I had. And I didn't, that's why I didn't like it when I was yeah. a kid. I, it filled all my time. So I wasn't just out there being in nature. I wasn't smart enough to think that was cool yet. Like just being in nature and mm -hmm. it was cool. And then, because I do know from hearing like deer hunter stories, they like it because sometimes they just watch the deer. There's a lot of people that just watch the deer. Yeah. They're there to shoot one. But if it's not the one, even other bucks, as they call them, um, they, they won't, they won't kill them. They, they're looking for whatever. And yep. so they just, so then you get a lot of stories where one time I saw the deers fighting for 30 minutes and that kind of, you know, and you get cool stories like that. But as a whole, I don't want to do that. If I knew, and I also don't necessarily want to go South Texas hunting necessarily where like, Hey, we got a guided hunting trip and you show up at seven and you shoot your deer at seven fifteen, Yeah. And then you're back at the, deer. I don't necessarily think that would, it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings to shoot at one, but yeah. uh, but that's not really a... That'd be scripted. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's not the same either. So so I don't even know where it falls in between. I'm just saying I'm not really a hunter guy, but my my 96-year-old grandpa, who, who he'll talk. You know, I did a podcast, and it lasted a couple hours. Like, he, he talked the whole time, but we didn't talk... We didn't tell deer hunting stories. I almost want to do a podcast with him to tell deer hunting stories. Oh, yeah. Yes, because that, my whole life, he doesn't always talk. He'll talk to you, but he's not really a talker. He'll talk if you talk, if, you're, if it's just you two and you're asking him questions. 
But the only time I ever see him get really fired up was is when he starts ta- telling deer hunting stories. Yeah. But it's all the same story. <laughs> Every time, to me, it feels like the same time. It's like, I saw that buck down there about, about 200 yards. He's down there in the holler. <laughs> That's not how he sounds. But he's like, that deer was down there about 200 yards in the holler there. And he's like, he's like, there in the thicket. I knew the wind's coming out of the north about five mile an hour. I knew they could smell me, so I, I rolled around. I guess right here on this side. I rolled around about right over, and I got drew down on that buck like this right there. I said, "Let that air go." Dropped him where it's Like he will tell the most intense, detailed. This is the most detailed stories ever when he starts talking about shooting bucks. Yeah. Uh, and according to him, now I'm just saying, I'm not mad at my grandpa. Listen, everybody where I'm from who knows him, they're all going to agree. Be like, well, that's what he says. Yeah. He don't shoot does. I don't think he ever has. Uh, and at one point, you know, I'm sure it slacked off because he didn't hunt as hardcore as he did. But at one point, he had killed more deers in the state of Oklahoma than any other person. Well, because if you hear the podcast, there was no deer in here, supposedly, until he was like 16 or 17. Oh, really? So, yeah. So they were imported from i don't know southeast oklahoma wherever they came from around this surrounding area so they weren't like in northeast oklahoma and so it wasn't like he was hunting deer when he was three so he had been hunting though since it got here and he shot them all with a bow i don't know man that's impressive yeah but that's yeah that's why i wanted to take lessons from him uh because i don't i don't really shoot bows and arrows mm-hmm. Not a bow and arrow shooter. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, I did a podcast one time. I, I rolled into the Locust Grove Founders Day Parade. They're, they're like a top national shooting archery team, like high school team and middle school. And uh, you pay money to shoot against the middle school kids. I think I beat them. Oh, day. really? Oh, yeah. They weren't as good as I was. Hmm. Uh, probably just runs in the blood. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee it. Speaking of that, when I referenced my friend who's uh, – Daughter is the beauty pageant lady. Mm-hmm. She's also one of the top shooters in the nation. That's archery, awesome. Like archery yeah. in the nature. Yeah, so she's like a... <clears throat> you know what she should do? What? Instead of doing dance routines for these pageants, archery shoots. Mm. Like she's putting a target up down there. Yeah. <clears throat> like in between the audience. Oh, my gosh. I got it. She should, she should <laughs> have the target set up. She should clog in to whatever music... Like, do a clogging yeah. routine, and why she's clogging. You know, how they do? Yeah. <laughs> and then draw back on the bow while she's clogging, and then stop and just fire it up yeah, right at the center. Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and if she doesn't, then her routine sucks. But she hits the bullseye like, she's the top clogging archery shooter we've seen. Oh, yeah. This side ever. of the Mississippi. Yeah. Probably ever. Yeah. Probably ever. I don't know many people who clogged and then shot the deer. Yeah, I can't think of one person. Oh. And I don't know, would the deer run if you clogged, if you did a clogging routine? I would assume so. I know, but what if they were mesmerized by your top quality uh, Like moves? they fall into like a trance or something? Yeah. Yeah. That must, yeah. They're like, oh my gosh, well, how did you learn to clog so good? You probably have to ask your grandpa. He'll <clears> probably know. Listen, I'm not mad in this family. I very much love them. And for all I know, they listen to this podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> I may make an enemy for life here. I think I already know it's coming. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. That, but I, I look, I know I... <laughs> I know. <clears throat> There's some of the finest people I know. Let me say that before I start. Because <laughs> because when I start, if they listen to this, they're going to be mad at me. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. <clears throat> I dad, deer, dad deer hunted and he fished. I rode bicycles and I was at the park every day. And if I wasn't playing basketball at the park, I was playing football in the backyard, maybe even baseball. Every day, even if it was an actual sports season, those were things we were doing at nighttime. So I I didn't I I didn't grow up in the clogging arts mm-hmm. at all. And when I at church at church, ran, random Sundays, you know, you, I don't ever know how they got scheduled. I was a kid, but random Sundays, you'd have somebody singing a special. Uh, the, I'm not, nobody's singing a special for, for what I'm about to tell you. I'm saying like so, sometimes, so you'd have this, uh, what do you call them? Not quartet. If there's three of them, what are they called? If there's three of them. Um, I don't know. Three tet for the sake of this yeah. story. The three tet got up there. It's not court. It's quartet. It's a, Trade te- whatever it what is. What is that? I, I don't know. And so many people right now are like, you guys are yeah, stupid. Yeah, you guys are freaking stupid. But whatever. And so they would get up, and they'd sing a special. And to be honest, they, they actually sung really good. Uh, and this guy who I'm about to reference, him and his family, he was in that. Oh, that yeah? Group. Yeah. Yeah, but he sang, he, they'd sing. It was pretty good. And then you may have a special where somebody shows up one day and plays a piano and sings. Whatever. And then you have this one family, and uh, they... <laughs> Uh, they would they would do a family clogging. Mm. Uh, they didn't sing while they did it. Straight up clogging to the music. Now, I was a kid then, and I wasn't an adult. I didn't appreciate the clogging arts. I just didn't. I'm just saying. Like, I didn't. I didn't know the work it took or the athleticism. Um, the maybe the rhythm. <clears throat> I didn't know that. And so the family would get up and they would. They would clog in unison and just be skipping all over the stage. Mm-hmm. Like that kid on the TikTok video. That like, <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok video in the last couple months? No. The, oh, yeah. Like getting it like that. <clears throat> Sorry I reference TikTok all the time. You don't listen to it. But, I, but, you know, I see a lot of stuff on there. So, uh, yeah, like clogging away. And they would, like, do a family clogging. And I would just sit in my seat just baffled, maybe dumbfounded. I don't know where I'm like. Why are you doing this? <laughs> and like, why? Because, well, you know, like your church, like people play a song and sing or whatever. We're doing a clogging for Jesus on this. Oh, one, yeah. And uh, I just remember thinking that <laughs> I thought it was thought it was an odd deal. And I never forgot that. I never wanted to clog because of it. And and because of that, like when I grew up, people would say, like, I, I've worked with a guy who, who him and his family clogged. And he was... We were equals, but he was my boss. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, we, oh, we were the same level in the tree, but yeah. no, he was my boss. I guarantee it, because he was over operations, and I was over safety. Yeah. And when you look at the chart, it looks like it's the same, but it's not the same. No. Yeah. So, uh, him and his family clogged. And I and when I found out, I I just started in. I didn't know, right? I didn't know. And somebody's like, Bobby clogs. I'm like, Bob. and I laughed. And they're like, no, seriously. And I'm like. Bobby clogs and like, yeah. And I cross Bobby in like the next five minutes or whatever. I was like, Hey bro. So you've been doing a lot of clogging. I heard, you know, like, but <laughs> the way I talk, I already, you know, like he knows that I'm digging already. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, clog. And he didn't laugh and oh, he, crap. and he walked on and then somebody came in and was like, no, bro, he's serious about that. Like you don't, don't make fun of him. <laughs> I don't want that clogging. Then, well, like, even if he's serious about clogging, the only reason he got mad at me is because he knows it's nerdy. 
And then somebody proceeded to show me a video. I was waiting on you to say of it. Of him just skipping across <laughs> the stage. And I'm like, what you don't know about that guy at work is how serious he is and dedicated. And he's like kind of an intense guy. He can yeah. be funny. He can be a nice guy, but he's an, an intense guy overall. And and I see a video of him clogging across the stage doing his fancy clogging moves while he's smiling, doing his head like he's a Dooten and Branson, it's like skipping across the stage. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing, Bob? You're a nerd, man. And uh, they're like, no, don't say anything about that. But I had already popped off. So then, so then I I. <laughs> I didn't immediately go in, but when I crossed him later, I was like, hey, man, that's pretty cool, you clog. Uh, it's like, it takes a lot of effort, man. I can't do that. It's a eff- <laughs> I mean, I can't clog because I don't try, but yeah. but uh, it it does take a lot of effort. It doesn't matter. I think the damage was done. We were still fr- we're still friends to this day, uh, but I just never talked about clogging again, so I'll probably mark down two people yeah. who aren't going to talk to me next time I see them because I talked about their clogging work. Eh, you weren't as harsh as I would be about clogging. I had a kid uh, that I went to school with that clogged and did it as a talent show, and it was uh, pretty brutal. That's what I'll say about that. It would have been the greatest talent show I've ever been a part of. Oh, man. it just I've just never seen something that just looked so nerdy. Oh, my cousin Dane was the greatest talent show I've ever been a part of. You're you're what? Uh, look, if if I've told this, it was literally in the first five episodes. Yeah. Well, let's. I am at the edge of my seat. My cousin, this is what the, the <laughs> when I was in third grade. All right, so when, when I, my cousin Dana in third grade, we had this talent show, and every year it doesn't matter. Let's just skip what I did. It don't matter. Let's get to her. No, what did you do whatever every I, year? Whatever just it was briefly. awesome. What I did was awesome. <laughs> What'd you do? Me and my friends did Beach Boys songs. Oh heck yeah! And you know, then we would have uh, synchronized flip to the other side surfing, you know, 180 type stuff. Wow. Yeah, we, we figured it out. But uh, anyway, so we get to uh, my cousin Dana, and uh, she's going to do a special. <laughs> and she's she, I, apparently, I, she either just did it at her house or took lessons for baton twirling. Ooh. And, um, yeah, we're not talking about, like, Langston band stuff mm-hmm. here. We're talking about... I think she might have did it in her yard by herself. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, self-taught. That's even <laughs> that's even more impressive. Yeah, she was self-taught. So so she so she so she self-taught uh, got, got got up and they start this routine and it's and it's the dirty dancing song. No, I had the time of my life. That was the song. And so when the song starts, she's she's. <laughs> Stands in the center of the gym floor and she's twirling the baton <laughs> like this, and she's like feeling the beat. But what you don't know is she had like a Dora Explorer haircut where her her bangs were cut off oh, two yeah. inches above her eyes. That's important to note by this. There's no way that the bangs can get in her eyes. None. There is no way in the world that her bangs can touch her eyes. And so, uh, so they start the song like, "Now I had the time of my life," and she's like feeling it, just doing the regular, hold it out in front of you, yeah. twirl. And then she's like waiting for the part where it goes doom, 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 doom. Yeah. And then it goes dun, 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 dun. And then that's when she starts. That's the, when she's about to oh, bust the move. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, Kyle, you can't see it on the podcast. But <laughs> that's where she starts tapping her oh, foot. Oh, yeah. She's twirling and tapping her foot. Dun, 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 And then, uh, but when it gets to the part where, I don't know the words. But when it gets to the part where he goes, just remember with that part. Oh, that's when it came alive. Oh, that's when it's. Oh, that was when she did the first uh, baton to- toss. <laughs> so, like, she threw the baton up in the air. So, she's in the center of the gym floor. She throws the baton up in the air. 
I like 20 feet. It's a good toss. <laughs> like, real good toss. And she's still standing there waiting to receive the baton that falls back in her hand. But it didn't fall back in her hand because it was 30 feet over there to the right. So, 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 so she runs over and grabs the baton. And when she grabs the baton, she picks it up. <laughs> she picks it up. And she gets right back on beat, but she tilts her head backwards and shakes her head like this to get the bangs out of her eyes because there are all the hairs in her eyes. There's no hair in your eyes. And so she did it. She shakes her head for like five seconds and gets right back to the, you know, she's yeah. fired up again. She throws the second, but she throws the baton in the air again. It's not even close. It's like 25 <laughs> feet over to the left. So she runs over and picks the baton up and shakes her bangs out of her head again. And I was a third grade kid as a third grader. What I remember was I as a th- not even an adult. I was a third grader. I know that had, this is what I would think to this day. I thought you don't have bangs. Why do you keep shaking the hair out of your eyes? I the whole thing was overshadowed by her shaking the hair out of her eyes. She don't even have hair in her eyes. And she finishes. She didn't get, <laughs> I skipped one part. Every baton throw, she would do a twirl, and that's where she that's where she lost. Uh, yeah, you know, because if you just threw it straight up, maybe you'd make an attempt to go get it. Mm. No, she did the twirl, lost it in the air, <laughs> and that's when it just was not even close. And she would hear it bounce and then run yeah. and get it. Yeah. So so when it was over, she did like four or five baton tosses, didn't catch it one time. Now, and I and she always shook the bangs out of her eyes. There's no way that it got it got in her eyes. I'm going to fast forward about 20 years, and I was telling those stories on stage when I did stand-up comedy okay. shows, and I, and I called her one day, which is a funny thing for me to do, because if I ever call anybody and ask them if I can talk about them on stage, I've already done it for about okay. six months. <laughs> so, so, I, so I said, uh, so I called him like, hey, Dana, um, is it okay if I talk about you on stage, listen, man, we're like 25 years from probably 25 years from this story, maybe even 30. And I said, Hey, can, can I talk about you on stage? And she's like, um, maybe what? That's how she worded it. And I was like, well, <laughs> listen to the pause. This is really how it went. I'm going to do both parts here. Cause this is really how it went. And the fact that she said this so fast, I'll, I'll get to that part. I said, Dana, can I talk about you on the talent show? She's like, mm, well, what? And I'm like, well, when we were in third grade uh, in the talent show, so you're going to talk about me because I didn't catch the baton? <laughs> <laughs> It obvious. I, I've never told her about that. I, she doesn't know that I make fun of the bangs in her eyes. She didn't. She didn't know that I remembered that she didn't catch the baton. Yeah. we're talking about thirty oh, years later, yeah. and she immediately said, "Why? Because I didn't catch the baton one time." Yeah. And I start laughing uncontrollable, and then I'm like, "Well, yeah, that and the bangs thing." And uh, she remembered. Yeah. It obviously had seared into her oh, soul. Yeah, I'm sure. She planned this routine she'd been working on yep. for two weeks before the trial. She caught that baton every single time <laughs> in her front yard. <laughs> well, maybe that's because she didn't throw that twirl in. <laughs> that twirl is for game time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't practice game time. Yeah, you that's just, something. She yeah. woke up. She was eating her breakfast. She's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna add a, a twirl right in the middle of my baton yeah, toss. The, I guarantee the twirl is what was missing. Oh yeah, yeah. She uh, that that like seared her soul. I don't. She didn't clog or anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
Well, uh, all right. I, I guess we'll we'll get off here. Um, you know, I appreciate everybody listening in. Um, I hope I didn't offend. Like, I don't offend the audience. I'm just saying, you know, some of the people there. Uh, I hope they don't listen. Yeah, you might be like the first person to get canceled for <laughs> slandering and clogging. <laughs> well, they're not going to cancel. The, the, the world's not going to cancel me. My friends might <laughs> yeah, every time friends. I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is going to be terrible. So, all right, anyway, uh, 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 love everybody. Thanks for listening. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Uh, his team did not win uh, the World Series. One of his teams did uh, not win the World Series. We didn't even talk about that. You had a rough uh, rough sports go. Well, well, hold on, and then we'll end it. But I'm actually an Astros fan, and, mm-hmm. and all my friends know that. But since I was talking about Pete Rose and the Phillies made it, I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. I'll buy this old jersey. I'll buy yeah. this hat. <clears throat> they didn't win – at all. Well, they won one game, but I was like waiting for them to win the second because that's when I got all the stuff in. Yeah. And I was like going to wear it, and they lost every day, which I'm okay. I'm, an, I'm actually an Astros fan, but, uh, you know, whatever. Better luck next year. I'll wear it on the podcast. Yeah, heck yeah. I'll wear my Phillies hat. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, love everybody. Uh, have a good week. Talk to you later. church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs>